time to meet the next generation of Columbus Blue Jackets. This is the Pipeline Podcast, presented by Ruoff Mortgage. Let's see who's coming down the pipeline today with your host, Dylan Tyre. Welcome to the Pipeline Podcast. We're slowly but surely winding things down this year as the regular season for the Blue Jackets finishes up. But we've got some big-time guests remaining. This week, it kicks things off. Corson Kuhlemans, Blue Jackets prospect and a brand-new Cleveland Monsters defenseman. We did talk to Corson Kuhlemans on the Pipeline podcast last year. That was after he was selected by the Blue Jackets in the first round, 25th overall in the 2021 NHL entry draft. And we spoke to him during his freshman season at the University of Wisconsin. Now the defenseman has signed his entry-level contract with the Blue Jackets. He's in Cleveland on an ATO, getting set for his professional debut. And all of that happened just last week, signing with the Blue Jackets after finishing up his collegiate career and his sophomore season at the University of Wisconsin, where he had pretty darn good numbers, and really identical numbers to what he had last season. In 34 games as a freshman a year ago, Corson had seven goals and 15 assists, tying for the Badgers' lead with 22 points. This year, in 33 games, he had 8 goals and 15 assists, good for 23 points. So very, very similar seasons, but you'll hear about it from Corson in just a minute. He feels a lot better about his game, particularly in the second half of his sophomore season. This conversation, in my honest opinion, is a better one than we had with Corson Kuhlemans a year ago. He's a more mature person, he's a more mature player, and we were able to get to know him on a little bit deeper of a level. So, how about we get right to it? Without further ado, here he is, Blue Jackets prospect and brand new Cleveland Monsters defenseman, Corson Kuhlemans. All right, Corson. Well, first and foremost, congratulations on signing your entry-level contract with the Blue Jackets. I know that you and I talked just a couple of days ago at Nationwide Arena, but I wanted to go more in-depth with you. Talk about this decision. Talk about your sophomore season at the University of Wisconsin. So why don't we start there? Last year, your freshman year, you had a great first season. After being drafted by the Blue Jackets, you were tied for the Badgers' lead in scoring. And interestingly enough, you had almost identical numbers when it was all said and done this season. So while the offense didn't necessarily get better for you, it was still very, very good. But my question for you, do you feel like you became a better hockey player this last year? Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, my first year was just kind of for me, like all offense, you know, doing whatever I could to to score a goal. So, um, I mean, this year I kind of had that as well, but, um, you know, just a way more solid defensive game. So um, you know, my defensive numbers were a lot better. And, you know, I just felt like, you know, I could shut down those top players more. So it was it was a good year. You know, the points, the points were kind of similar. But, uh, you know, overall, I think I took a big step in my game. Well, that was what you and I had talked about last year, too. You wanted to become a better two-way defenseman. I remember you and I talked about your shot and your ability to create offensively. But it was about becoming more of a polished defenseman. That's what your goal was when you decided to play college hockey. So what do you think led to that this year? Was it time spent in the weight room? Was it just more experience? Was it a combination of a few things? Why do you think you became a better player? Uh, I think the the offseason, the weight room was a big thing. You know, I was in there a lot more uh, than I was in previous summers, um, you know, just taking it to the next level, um, you know, with nutrition and, you know, sleep and, um, you know, all that kind of stuff, just kind of getting that pro mentality and just fully, fully enhancing myself in it. Um, you know, I think the experience is a big part of it as well. Um, you're coming in, 
um, you know, with the year under your belt, like, you know, some of the tendencies, you know, how teams play, you know, it's all, it's not all like just kind of getting thrown in your face. So um, it was nice. And, uh, you know, I got, I had a good group of guys supporting me and, uh, you know, they made it easy on me, um, you know, to be able to do what I wanted. And coaches were awesome there and they really helped me, uh, you know, we didn't have a great year, um, obviously, but they were great for, you know, helping me mature, like on and off the ice and, um, you know, just teaching me little things that I could use. Your collegiate career only ended about a week ago, but as you know, you start to reflect on things, how beneficial was playing college hockey for you? You know, you decided to go that route and you just talked about really, you know, stepping it up and becoming more of a pro. And I think the Wisconsin, you know, the system and the program there is good for that. You look at all the great NHL players and NHL defensemen in particular that they've been able to develop. Was that key for you? Yeah, definitely. You know, Oz and Tony have done a great job there over the last few years. Um, you know, I love them as coaches. Uh, you know, they helped me in so many different ways on and off the ice. So super grateful for them. Um, but yeah, just like that being there and, you know, it's a great atmosphere. Um, you know, college is one of those things that gets you ready for the for the next step in your life. You know, being able to balance school, hockey, uh, you know, the social life, it's, it's what you have to do at the next level. So um, you know, it's really good for maturing and, you know, it definitely helped me a lot over the next, over the last couple of years. It's all over now, but tell me how much did you enjoy college in terms of what you did off the ice, the social life, because everybody talks about it. It's so much fun. And especially at a great big 10 school like Wisconsin, it has to be a great time. So how much did you enjoy the college experience in that sense off the ice? It was amazing. I mean, there's, there's no place like Wisconsin just, um, you know, the football team, basketball team, you know, women's volleyball, like just so many different great sports there to go watch. Um, you know, you know, when you're not playing, um, you know, there's all there's a bunch of like great spots to go hang out as well. Uh, really, really nice restaurants. And, you know, there's a lot of great people there that are just wanting to wanting to get to know you and, um, you know, see what you're all about. So it's a great place for just meeting people and making connections as well. What is the communication like or the friendship like or the social life like between athletes at the University of Wisconsin? Like, are you buddies with any of the football players or the basketball players or does everybody kind of keep to their own teams? Uh, it's nice at the Cole Center. We share it with the basketball team, the women's basketball team, uh, the women's hockey teams there as well. And I think the the swimming and diving team is like kind of in there, um, you know, periodically, but uh over the past couple of years, like some of the basketball players, like living with them in the dorms and stuff, they're right beside. So uh, I got to know a few of them over the years. Um, it's great. Like, unfortunately, I didn't get to meet that too many football players because they were across campus. But uh, it was really cool, you know, being able to share the facility with the basketball guys and, and you know, see how they live their life. Yeah, I only ask because I feel like that's such a unique part of the college experience. You know, the mingling between different players. I saw on Instagram the other day that one of the University of Michigan hockey players, uh, I think it was Eric Portillo, their goaltender, actually had a post with J.J. McCarthy, their quarterback, which was pretty cool. So that's why I ask, because I think that is such a unique part of the college experience. So it's it's cool that you got to, you know, be there with some of the basketball players and the women's hockey players and things like that. But I've already mentioned it a couple of times now. The collegiate experience is over for you, and I'm sure it was tough to make that decision to go pro, or maybe it wasn't a tough decision to go pro because it is pro hockey after all. But why was this the right time for you to take that next step in your hockey career? Uh, I just really wanted to get to the next level. Um, you know, I felt like my game was ready. Obviously, you know, it could have went better um, points-wise and, you know, statistics-wise, but I think just overall I was ready for the next level. And, 
next level of life, I guess, if you want to say that. So um, when the opportunity was around, you know, I really wanted to sign. It was something that I've been uh, working towards all year. And, you know, I just wanted to put myself in the best place for that. So, um, you know, when there was that, I just couldn't pass it up. And, you know, I'm just super excited to be in Cleveland and, you know, get into that pro lifestyle. All right. You just said it right there, taking that next step in life. And we'll get to hockey in just a moment. But how prepared are you to live on your own and things like that? You've been doing it at college, but it's a different experience now, right? You have to fend for yourself a little bit more and you're completely adult now. That's when I talk with my friends about college, you're like, yeah, you're an adult, but you don't have nearly as much responsibility. So how excited are you for this next step? And do you think you're prepared for this next step? Yeah, I'm super excited. I can't wait. You know, I got I got a lot of great people in my corner, uh, great friends, great family, um, you know, great mentors over the years. So, um, you know, everybody's just been super, super welcoming. Um, you know, they said if I needed anything, you know, just reach out, don't hesitate. So, uh, you know, the last couple of days, I'm getting some great advice and some great tips from the boys here. So it's been awesome. Yeah, there are a lot of young guys on that team. So I'm sure it helps. And you're friends with Roman Ashan from the University of Wisconsin. So I'm sure that He's been a big help and will be a big help to you going forward. Do you have any nerves about anything off the ice right now, whether it's cooking for yourself or handling laundry or bills or anything like that? Have you given that some thought? Uh, yeah, I've been been working on it over the last couple of weeks, still trying to get the bank stuff figured out. Um, but I'm in a hotel right now, so it's nice. I don't really have to worry about the bill part of it, um, but uh, it's cool, you know having to go out and get groceries. I got a little kitchen here in the hotel, so probably going to get some groceries, make, be able to make some food, um, but way different than college for sure. Like living on your own, you're in college, you're living with roommates. So, I mean, there's like that bit of camaraderie and, you know, they can help each other out. If you don't quite get something, you know, somebody's there for you. So, I mean, it's like that here, but just not instant, like where you can just go in the next room, but I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, you know, I'm excited. I've, I've been in, you know, I haven't lived at home since I was like 15. So, I mean, this is just kind of that next step, I guess. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point by you. You've uh, you've been away from home for a while now. As far as it goes with the cooking, are you a relatively experienced chef? Is it new for you? And if so, what's your go-to? Uh, I think I'm a pretty good chef. I, I like to cook most of my meals in Wisconsin. And, uh, you know, I started cooking a little bit in Brooks. So I think my go-to is probably like a good chicken fried rice. I'm really good at making that. Um, otherwise... Probably just some fried chicken, some sweet potatoes. Well, really good at making sweet potatoes. Probably my favorite. Oh, that sounds excellent. I'm a huge chicken fried rice guy myself. So if you're eating out, what's your go-to? Are you an Italian guy, Mexican, Chinese? What are you going for? Or maybe a steak. That's that's probably what it is, right? Yeah, I definitely love a good steak, but uh, sushi's good. Can't, you know, can't pass up sushi. is really good for you. Um, love pasta too. Italian food. Can't get over it. The pizza hits the spot all the time. All right. While you're there in Cleveland, you got to hit up Little Italy and check out all the Italian stuff there, right? Maybe go to an Italian market and get some authentic uh, ingredients to cook for yourself there in your hotel room. I know you don't have much time there, but hey, you got to check out Little Italy and all the great restaurants in Cleveland. And, you know, I guess we'll talk about what you want to do on the ice now. What are some of your goals for the rest of this season? How have you adjusted to this pro game? How will you continue to adjust to the pro game? Well, Cleveland's in a bit of a playoff hunt right now, so um, I just want to do whatever I can to help the team. I think that's the biggest thing, you know, getting them into the playoffs and uh, doing anything I can that way. But, you know, what comes with that is just, you know, the maturing and the skill part of it and, and um, you know, just working in practice to, to get better. And, you know, there's just players are faster. So, you know, taking that 
extra step and speed wise and strength wise, just being harder to play against all the time. And, um, you know, guys are really competitive. I heard the practices here are tough and I'm looking forward to it and getting an opportunity to earn my spot. You haven't practiced with them yet, right? Did you not practice today? We were on the ice today. It was like seven guys just for like a little, little skill skate. What was that like just to be out there with them for the first time? Uh, it was cool, you know, putting on the practice jersey. Um, you know, I felt like I was like, wow, made it to the pro. So uh, <laughs> that was awesome. You know, getting those guys out there, uh, you know, they they definitely look like pros. That's for sure. It doesn't look like college anymore. How excited are you for your first full practice with the team? Oh, I can't wait. Can't wait to get out there. I'm glad I got on the ice today because got to shake out a little bit of rust. Uh, I haven't really skated that much over the last week just with all the travel and everything. So really excited to get out there tomorrow. All right. As far as it goes with your first pro game in mind, you talked about it with me the other day. You're a little bit nervous. You said the nerves have started there. Everybody talks about the style of the American Hockey League. It's a little bit of the Wild West, right? There's not as much structure there. Guys tend to play a physical game. Are you excited for all that? Yeah, I am. You know, I'm just looking forward to, you know, working in practice and having an opportunity to to earn my spot and, you know, earn the respect of the coaches and the players here and, you know, the trust that goes along with that. So, um, you know, just taking it day by day. And, um, you know, when I do get in the lineup, I'll be super pumped. You know, the nerves are, I think the nerves help, you know, they get you a little amped, a little extra adrenaline. So, um, you know, I'm ready for it. Has it benefited you yet, or do you think it will benefit you that there are so many guys in Cleveland right now that do have NHL experience with the Blue Jackets? You think about a player like Trey Fix-Wolanski or Igor Chinikov is there right now. David Juracek is, you know, one of the top prospects in the Blue Jackets organization, and he's played a couple of NHL games already, spent most of his time this year in Cleveland. But the fact that those guys are there, and on top of that, some good AHL veterans that do have some NHL experience, do you think that'll help you out too? Yeah, definitely. Just taking everything I can from them, uh, you know, learning, you know, all the tips that they have for me. Um, you know, just really excited to to see what they have and, um, you know, anything that can help, you know, I'm open. We talked to, about it a little bit last year, you know, your communication with the Blue Jackets organization and the development coaches and Rick Nash, who, of course, oversees all of the different Blue Jackets prospects development what was the conversation like with those guys this year, you know, as you did make that decision to turn pro, but just throughout the season at Wisconsin as well, what were you talking with them about? Kind of at the start of the year, it was just about being more consistent in every game, uh, you know, playing hard nose all the time. Um, you know, as the season went on, I, I started to pick that up more and more and more. And, you know, by the end of the year, I, you know, strung like five solid weeks in a row together. So I was really happy and they were really happy about that. So you know, I think that's what in part, you know, led to me getting this opportunity. But, um, you know, they were solid, just always telling me, you know, box out in the D zone, you know, when you're getting the two on one or two on two, like make sure, you know, you either pick a man or pick the puck. Like you got to get one or the other, um, you know, just little tips like that, just, you know, ingrained in the back of your brain so that, you know, you don't have to think about it when you're on the ice. Have they expressed to you what they want to see from you for the rest of this season? Obviously, it's a trial run, right? You have a few games here in the American Hockey League, and you're hoping to help this team make the playoffs and get even more pro games under your belt as this season finishes up. But beyond, you know, just getting your feet wet in pro hockey, has Rick or any of those other development coaches talked about what they want to see from you the rest of this year? Uh, I just think it's like that same thing I finished with in Wisco, just the consistency, you know, playing hard every game, every minute, every shift, um, you know, being physical, just being engaged all the time. Um, and, you know, just kind of working, working my way into it and, you know, getting the feel for pro hockey. 
that consistency is so much a part of becoming a pro and maybe it's the biggest part of becoming a pro, right? Did that click with you at any point this season or maybe last season that that's what you need to do to be able to take that next step? Yeah, I think over the summer for sure I was I was uh, you know, really involved with the nutrition and the the off ice part of it with the workouts and everything. Um, but you know, I think at Christmas is when it all kind of came together for me. I, I was a little frustrated with the way I played in the first half and I wanted to turn it around. So, um, you know, I just threw myself into it, you know, every way that I could, um, to, you know, be the best. And, um, you know, I just was always in the gym trying to get better. Um, you know, always watching video, um, stuff like that, just so that I, you know, knew what I had to do on the ice without even thinking about it. And, um, you know, just playing hard and, that comes in practice. You know, you practice how you play. So when you practice hard, it works out well for you. What do your summers look like? Like, where are you skating? Who are you training with? Is it any pros, NHL guys, other college guys, junior guys? Tell me about that. Uh, yeah. So the last couple of summers, I've been back and forth between Wisco and uh, Edmonton. Um, in Wisco, we got a good group. The, the team is there um, in the summertime. So I skate with them. And then a few pros come back. Like Roe is always there. Um you know, like Peter Tischke, I think is another guy that comes in just like a few AHL guys, a couple NHL guys like Craig Smith's there as well. Um, so I get to skate with them when I'm there. Um, and then when I go back to Edmonton, I work out uh, with Barry Butt and, you know, we got a really good gym, uh, a lot of really good pros there, you know, a lot of really good prospects like Dylan Gunther, Colton Dock, Zell Wigger, like we all work out together, you know, so just that competitiveness in the gym, I think it helps us, you know, helps us push each other to get to the next level. Tell me about Zellweger. I'm sure not a lot of Blue Jackets fans are familiar with him. He's a Ducks prospect, but everything I've heard is that that guy is an absolute physical freak. Is that the case? Yeah, he's a specimen for sure. He's <laughs> He's been in the gym since he was 13 years old. I think that's all he does. He just eats, sleeps, works out, and plays hockey. I think that's his life. Each one of you is in a similar situation, right? Trying to become a regular in the National Hockey League someday. But I'm sure that's kind of good experience and fun for you guys to be able to do that together. But do you feel that you kind of take things from one another too? Yeah, definitely. Like we've been playing against each other our whole lives. Like all of us just growing up around Edmonton, you know, playing each other since we were seven, eight years old. Um, you know, we've been working out together and um, I think it's just great. Like we lean on each other for advice. I mean, when I was going through this process, I reached out to a few of those guys um, just because they had been through it before. So, I mean, they really helped me out with that. And, um, you know, I think the competitive aspect of it too is like, we always want to be better than each other. So at the end of the day, you know, the best is the best. So you just want to be better than the next guy. Yeah, that's awesome. And it's, it's really cool to hear that you guys all have that relationship. Hockey is such a small world when it comes down to it. I feel like everybody knows each other, especially in Canada, right? All those guys have played together with, you know, different team Canada's or prospect tournaments or things like that growing up. So that's really, really cool. Is that your plan this summer to go back to the Edmonton area and do all that? Or does anything change now that you've signed with the Blue Jackets? Uh, I think I'll probably be spending some time in Columbus this summer um, working out here with the trainers and, um, you know, getting a feel for, um, you know, what it's like here and just living here, kind of getting a feel for the area. Um, but I'll probably be back at Edmonton for for a good amount of time to work out with those guys and, and see family and friends for sure. All right. Good to hear. How do you like Columbus so far? You haven't got to spend a lot of time in central Ohio. You were here for development camp and everything like that. And I assume you'll be back this summer and in, in Blue Jackets training camp this summer, which will be really, really fun and a whole new experience there. But what do you think of the Columbus area? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, downtown is is really cool, really nice area. A lot of great restaurants and hotels. And I mean, the arena area is is awesome. When we did come here to play Ohio State a few times, you know, we, we went and walked around and, and saw everything and what it was about. So 
I mean, it's a really great spot. I don't think, I don't know. I don't know if any, if many places can compete with it. Um, if I'm being honest, like Edmonton's a cool spot, but I mean, I think I like Columbus better. Yeah. You can do a lot of different things here. What do you like to do, uh, when you're not playing hockey away from the ice? What do you like to get into? Um, big movie guy. I like to watch a lot of movies. Um, I don't really play very many video games, but besides that, I mean, just hanging out with my buddies, hanging out with my girlfriend, probably, um, you know, just doing things, um, outside, try not to be inside as much as I can. Um, you know, it's not good for the brain, not good for the soul. So I'm just getting active. I think that's good. Do you golf at all? Oh yeah. Big golf guy in the summer, working on my game a lot last summer, for sure. It was definitely the most I've been out there over the last few years. All right. That's good to hear because Columbus, the golf here is very, very strong. Hopefully you'll get a chance to hit the Memorial tournament when the PGA tour comes to Muirfield as well. That's always a really fun time. Uh, I know golfers uh, and hockey players, there's a relationship there, right? Hockey players love to play golf. What's your handicap right now? I don't know. It's probably, it's not that good. Uh, I think uh, my best round last summer was I actually shot par once with my buddy. We both had an unbelievable round, but I mean, we played the same course all summer just in our hometown. So kind of know where to hit the ball there. Um, I'd say I probably like 15 though. I'm not that great, but getting better. Hey, 15 respectable and the, you're an athletic guy. You're young. So there's a lot of time to get better and better at golf during the off seasons, right? Yeah, for sure. All right, let's dig into the movie stuff there because you talked about it. You're a big movie guy. So what is your favorite movie of all time, would you say? That's a tough question. I don't even know if I could name my favorite movie of all time, but off the top of your head, does anything come to mind? I like a lot of action movies. So, I mean, all those diehard movies are really good. Um, kind of kind of got to think for the oldies movies. Um, you know, really big fan of Chevy Chase and like Fletch and, you know, National Lampoon. So, I mean, all those ones are really good. They come to mind. All right. What do you get into when you're on a bus ride or anything like that? Is it, you know, just finding a, a movie on Netflix, anything random? Are you watching a TV series right now? What about that? Uh, I was watching The Blacklist on Netflix for a while. I thought that was a pretty good show. Uh, you know, a lot of action, a lot of involvement there. So that was pretty good. But uh, mostly a lot of naps. Big nap guy on the bus for sure. <laughs> we just had uh, the Academy Awards and everything, everywhere, all at once won the best movie of the year. Did you happen to see that? I haven't watched that one yet. It's on the all list right. though. All right. Well, you're going to have to get into it because it's, I've seen it. I think it's pretty good. I wouldn't say it was the best movie of the year, but it's pretty good. And there's a lot going on. I think the title pretty much describes what's going on in the movie. Well, there's a little bit of action. There's a little bit of uh, depth to it. You got to think a little bit, but if you're an action guy, I think you'll enjoy it. Oh, for sure. I'll have to check it out. Is there anything that you intend to watch going forward? Like, do you have a watch list right now or a queue that uh, you've got movies that you're just one after another? That's where you're going to. Oh, I'm trying to trying to watch all like the classic like action movies and, and old Italian movies, I guess, right now. So I watched like Goodfellows and like, uh, you know, Scarface and Pulp Fiction a while ago. So, I mean, I like those kind of movies. They're, they've been really fun to watch. What about music? What are you into there? Uh, country. Big country guy for sure. Oh, all right. This is interesting because like half the guys that I've talked to love country music. Half the guys that I've talked to hate country music. It's really the Europeans, I think, that don't like the country music. So you're going to have to have a conversation with David Juracek there because I talked with David a little over a month ago. And that's like the his biggest thing about being in North America is he hates the country music, but they play it nonstop in Cleveland. Was this... 
I mean, is this something that you've always liked or is it an acquired taste from time spent at Wisconsin? Uh, I think just being an Alberta boy, it's like, you know, kind of the main thing out there, all the farmland, you know, the rolling hills, stuff, like all the lakes, like just kind of screams country when you're out there. So it's probably where I get it from. All right. What about a lot in Wisco too? All right. Yeah. I figured as much. The college guys are all into that. I'm not a huge country guy, but you know, you hear around hockey, you hear country all the time. What about when you're trying to pump up for a game? What are you listening to then? Uh, A lot of Drake really like Drake. Good Canadian guy. Gets a lot of good tunes. Um, You know, like Lil Uzi. Um, Who else? Like little baby, you know, guys like that. You know, just kind of the rap, you know, high beats per minute, get the heart rate going a little bit. (laughs) Would you ever be trusted to run ox in a room or is that not you? Oh, I don't think that's me. I haven't, I haven't touched ox maybe since I was like in peewee. So (laughs) who ran it in uh, Wisconsin? Uh, Last year it was Roman. um, And then this year it was our captain, Dom Mersh. Do you know who does it in Cleveland or no? Uh, I heard fix hops on it quite a bit. He plays a lot of that EDM club type music. So Josh Dunn was telling me earlier, you know, if you can get in there before and play some country, do it. (laughs) Because You hear that stuff a lot. All right, Corson. Well, I appreciate the time. The last thing I got for you, obviously the team goal for the Monsters is to push for the playoffs and make the AHL playoffs this year. Your biggest personal goal, you know, we've talked about you becoming a better two-way defenseman, uh, just helping this team to make the playoffs. But if there's one thing that you had to pinpoint amid, you know, all the excitement, all the nerves going into this first pro action for you, what is your biggest goal as you finish up the season? Uh, I think it's just to become a regular, um, you know, by the end of the year, hopefully, you know, I've proved myself enough and gained enough trust, uh, you know, in practices and, and, you know, in the games I play for, um, you know, when the end of the year comes around, I'm just playing all the time. So, um, I think that's what I want to do. That's my biggest goal. All right, Corson. Well, I'd love to see it. I'm sure every Blue Jackets fan listening to this right now wants to see it as well. Best of luck the rest of this season in Cleveland. And I will see you very, very soon in Columbus this summer. I'm sure. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks again to Corson Kuhlemans for being a recurring guest on the Pipeline podcast. He and I chatted just a couple of days ago over the weekend at Nationwide Arena, and then again for the conversation that you heard right there, so I appreciate him bearing with me and having the same talk a couple of times, but we really got into some more in-depth stuff in the conversation that you just listened to, and I hope you liked that chat as much as I did. I'm really rooting for Corson Kuhlemans now as this season finishes up in Cleveland, and Honestly, I hope it's not finishing up in Cleveland. That's the way that I should put it. I want Corson Kuhlemans to help them push towards the playoffs. I want him to help them make the playoffs. And I'd love to see them make a long run and hopefully finish things off with a Calder Cup. So again, huge thanks to Corson Kuhlemans for getting together. It's been a whirlwind last couple of weeks for him, finishing up his collegiate career at the University of Wisconsin, signing his entry-level contract with the Blue Jackets, and now heading up I-71 to Cleveland, where he's going to start off his professional career in the American Hockey League. So that will do it for this week's edition of the Pipeline Podcast. I can tell you in a couple weeks' time, we'll be speaking with Martin Rysavvy, a forward for the Moose Jaw Warriors and a former seventh round draft pick by the Blue Jackets and it is an excellent conversation so until then I'm Dylan Tyre saying thanks for being with me and I'll talk to you soon